finally happening. Mm-hmm. They announced last week, last week as of recording this, I guess this won't come out until several weeks after this has happened, but to me, it's fresh news, and I'm still thinking about it, and I'm still scared. This might actually... Hang on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Fuck, hang on. Oh my god. Because the, what, what was the last episode? Episode 30, 38? No, or, or the last one that came out? Yeah, the last one that came out was 38, was last week's. Yeah. Right? That sounds right? That sounds roughly right. So then that means that the week we're recording this, episode 39 will come out, and then episode 40. Okay, so by the time that this comes out, it'll have already happened. But for us, they basically just announced that on October 6th, <laughs> at 4 p.m. Eastern time, the teaser trailer for the upcoming Mario film will be released. <gasps> Wait, I thought they had disappeared. No. That, that, this, is why, this is why this is important to me. Because one, they announced a casting, which was wild. Wild cast. Absolutely buck-fucking-wild. Namely, Chris Pratt as Mario is a, a storied choice. And mm-hmm. the fact that it was also like they announced that he was Mario and then immediately after also announced that he was going to be Garfield... What the fuck? Like, it was, like, within, like, two days of each other. Mm-hmm. It was, like, he was just suddenly getting all the animated roles. Mm-hmm. But, like... Well, I thought the Mario was live action. No, it's animated. Oh. Okay. It's an animated... It's uh, Illumination. Same people did the Minions are responsible for the Mario movie. Okay. But then they announced it, and that was, like, a year ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Over a year. And so it's been over a year hearing fucking nothing about the movie. And people making jokes, like, oh... Chris Pratt, he's not going to be able to do the Mario voice. Or, like, wouldn't it be even funnier if he could do the Mario voice perfect? Like, what the fuck is the voice going to sound like, guys? What is this movie going to be? Is it going to be good? And then the fact that they weren't saying anything, especially because Nintendo is so protective over their properties where they don't license them out. So the fact that they're letting another company make a movie, especially considering how the last Mario Brothers movie went, it's all a little scary. And then they didn't say anything about it for over a year. And we all kind of thought, it's not coming out. They kept saying, coming out 2023 or is it supposed to come out 2022 no april 7th 2023 they kept saying it was 2023 but then we weren't hearing anything it was like i feel like something should have happened by now like a poster even there was no uh-huh. there's no poster still there's no poster and then the fact that now they have what they've done is they've created a countdown they said brace yourselves on october 6th we're dropping the teaser trail not a full trailer a teaser trailer it's gonna be like 10 seconds long it's going to be a black screen. Here's my prediction. Let's make some predictions for this teaser trailer. My prediction. Black screen. A hush falls over the crowd because they're doing a Comic-Con, so there'll be a crowd. And then we, we just hear Chris Pratt's voice, and he goes, it's a me. And then bam, and like there's a bunch of visuals, like some Mario shit. Donkey Kong is there. Luigi is, I think Donkey Kong's in the movie. I think Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong. I don't think I made that up. I think that's true. Donkey Kong is there, he's gonna be like, bananas? And then Peach is gonna be like, Mario, come here, get me. Luigi's gonna be like, screaming. I think Charlie Day is Luigi. I can't remember how much of this I made up. (laughs) Because again, they've said nothing about the movie, and there's been so many memes about it. I can't remember what's true anymore. Uh But I'm so excited, and also deathly. I woke up this morning, and this was the first thing I thought about. I was like, in a little over a week. Not a week, two weeks. In two weeks, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to know what Chris Pratt's Mario is gonna sound like. 
this, they have to know that they're, they're doing something wild, right? Because otherwise they wouldn't make this big a deal about doing nothing and then the teaser trailer, being like, the teaser trailer is about to come out. Mm-hmm. I think they know people are curious. I'm going to lose my mind. It's also great that it comes out a few days before my birthday in 2023. Because that's a great birthday present. I'm going to get to go to theaters and see this movie. Would you rather... Would you rather Chris Pratt really go for it or would you rather like would it be funnier if you really went for it or if it was just like Chris Pratt? This is the thing I, I've been thinking about this since they announced it. On the one hand, I really think it would be very funny if everyone was freaking out like Chris Pratt's not going to do it. Like it was sad that they aren't keeping the the Mario voice actor who's done Mario voice for like literally the entire existence of Mario since as soon as Mario had a voice has been Charles Martin. Mm-hmm. So it's a, that's a little disappointing that it's not him. And so, like, on the one hand, I kind of want my, I kind of want Chris Pratt to beef it so that Charles Martinet just gets it for the rest of his career. We don't have any more debate about if anyone else can voice Mario. But it'd also be very, very funny if everyone was freaking out and then the movie started and it's, like, pitch-perfect Mario. What if they make a joke about that in the tr- teaser trailer? I mean, that's... To put in a teaser, that's pretty... Or in the next, I think, no, I think the teaser trailer, here's my other prediction. Here's the alternate one. Pitch, it starts with a pitch perfect Mario voice, like the, it's a me, Mario, mm-hmm. like up there. And then Chris Pratt goes, <clears throat> sorry, oh, sorry about that. I had something in my throat. And then he's just normal <laughs> Chris Pratt <laughs> for the rest of the movie. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Um, James Earl Jones just retired. Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be Darth Vader anymore. Weird. Bag. It's funny because people were really mad at the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Yeah. Like, How could you do this to James Earl Jones? Like blah blah blah. As like he literally was still the voice of Darth Vader. Hayden Christensen was in it when they showed flashbacks. Yeah. And he was the physical body. Yeah. There, but it was still the voice of James Earl Jones. And people were so mad. And I was like, dude, they literally didn't even switch it. Which also like in. The originals, if you're like, we got to be faithful to your original series. In the original series, there's like four dudes who are Darth Vader. Because mm-hmm. there's someone in the suit. There's James Earl Jones. Do, no, I guess three. So there's someone in the suit. There's a James Earl Jones is doing the voice while the guy's in the suit. And then for the last movie, the scene when the helmet comes off, there's it's a completely dude, yeah. th- another guy. Yeah. Which that's brutal, first of all, for the first guy. Yeah. They're like, we just don't like your face. You can be a body, but we really don't like your face. Two movies sweating his ass off. Yeah. Because that's a black suit. That shit's mm-hmm. got to be hot. Yeah. And then they get to the scene. He probably read the script, too. Like, read the script, sees there's a scene. Oh, shit, I'm finally going to take the mask off. That's going to be really cool. And they're like, yeah, so we're bringing someone else in. They don't in. let him know until they're like, he's about to remove the helmet. They're like, okay, okay cut, okay, bring, bring in the, the other guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so mean. But that also brings, like, that makes me think about, like, Hayden Christensen didn't need to be in that suit. No. But, but he wanted he was. to, yeah. Because he, he, he was, I think he was happy to be back. And knowing it was him felt good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, damn, look at that. Hot, even when I can't see the face. Literally, because he's sweating his ass yeah. off inside that tasty suit. Who else just retired? Someone else just retired. Oh, Woody Allen announced that he was, he's finally done. I think it's funny but, that he got to choose that. Yeah. <laughs> like, people been trying for a while. Yeah. But it was still up to him. Are we going to, um... No, I actually don't care about that. 
Anyway, uh, there's a different like media news thing that happened. And I thought about it. I was like, I actually really don't care. So I don't want to talk about it because it's our podcast. And yeah. I think we get to make that decision. Yeah. Um, sad about James Earl Jones. Like, how old is he? 70 something? It's pretty old. So like, I think he, you know, and he's doing it on his terms. Yeah. Stuff. Probably makes bank off of Star Wars residuals anyway. So it doesn't yeah. really matter. Well, and he like. He gave permission and signed something that they could use, like, a computer-generated thing of his voice in the future. So I'm feeling if they do that, he'll still get some kind of little little revenue from, like, using his voice, even yeah. though it's not actually his voice. Good. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I like that. Um, I mean, we're going to the, the regular podcast. I like these intros because it's like the podcast, it hasn't really started yet, you mm-hmm. know? Like, this is before There's the show. It's a warm-up, yeah. This is just hanging out. Well, it's just like us in the audience just kind of chatting. Yeah. We get to talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the theme song plays, and then it's like business time, you know? Yeah. We got to get serious. But in here, we can just kind of hang out and just talk about whatever. Talk about life. Yeah, talk about life. My life is is revolving around October 6th when the Mario trailer comes out. After that happens, I don't know. Depending on how well this goes, it's going to affect the rest of my year. I will say that. If the teaser trip, it's wild that it's a teaser trailer too. Yeah. Like they're like counting down to like to the teaser. 30 seconds. I guarantee you it will not be longer than a minute. Right, I think it could be even less. Like technically the teaser trailer could be like 50 seconds. I think it's going to be like 30 seconds. It's going to be Chris Pratt's Mario voice and a logo. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. If there's anything more than that, I will. I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'm going to do regardless. It really freaks me out. Yeah. Want to play a theme song? Go to the podcast? Do you have something else you want to talk about? No. Okay. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Me? I'm feeling weird. I don't think I've eaten enough. I'm like, I feel light. I don't feel like I'm here. Gotta weigh yourself down. Food. Yeah. Well, that's what food is for. It keeps you (laughs) pinned to the earth. (laughs) Yeah. Gravity actually doesn't work without food. Yeah. Brody Quest. I'm just set. And I'm Shannon. And here on the world's best and only Adam Brody Fancast, what we like to do is we like to take a chronological tour through the works of actor Adam Brody. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? I got really excited because I got a news alert about Adam Brody. Oh yeah, today. are we going to talk about that? Well, I don't know which one you're talking about, but because I got a news alert that he was in something and I was like, he's not in that. What? But I was like, this news alert said so. And so I clicked through and I was like, what the heck? Like, he, there's no way he's in there. He wasn't. They met Adrian Brody, and they just wrote Adam. That Brody. happened to me too. <laughs> that happened to me too. What was that? The um... it was for Blonde. It was for the Marilyn Monroe it movie, was for and Blonde, I was like, yeah. I was like, there's no way he's in this because I would have seen. But I, I was so think confused. it also happened for. Fuck! What's that new movie coming out? I've seen the poster, and I've seen Adrian Brody's face on it, and then I think I got a news alert. They, it happens weirdly often. Mm-hmm. I. I love Adam, but I don't. I would. I don't think I'd ever get those two mixed up. Yeah. Oops. Um. Before we get into what we're talking about, actually, I also got a news alert this morning that the they've announced when 
Flashman was in trouble. Mm-hmm. November something? November, November 9th or something? I want to say 17th. Eh, yeah. Like no, November 7th? 7th. I know that's there's a 7th. Um, so that's exciting. That's going to come out. Are we going to do an episode about that right when it comes? It's going to, it's the two ep- first two episodes come out all at once and then they're doing it weekly. We could do like a Fleischman watch at the beginning of each other episode we're doing just to be like, hey, the new episode came out. We watched it. Here's how Adam was. Think about it. Keep it short. Yeah. Okay. And then we, when, once we get it to chronologically, chronologically, we do the whole show as a thing. We don't have to talk about it too much while it, mm-hmm. that's my idea. I don't know. We can, we can figure it out. Anyway, what are we supposed to be talking about today? We're fucking finally talking about the leak. Not finally because I'm excited for it. <laughs> just finally because I expected to talk about this like over a week ago. And then it didn't happen. So now I feel like it's been taking up too much of my brain and my phone space. I have so so few notes about <laughs> the league. Um, how the fuck do we start this? I, I guess mean, I'll, I'll give a general to... summary of what the league is as a show. Yeah. You had yeah. never seen it before. No. Correct? I watched the first, I want to say two or three seasons of it when I was in seventh grade. I want to, I think, like middle school. Mm-hmm. But then I got really bored of it. Um, it's a show about a group of guys, at first guys, and then one of their wives joins, uh, who have a fantasy football league. And here's the twist, though. They're all terrible people. Except for, like, one of them, who's only half terrible. Um, and, yeah, and they just kind of have this fantasy football league and get into goofy, gross, uh, adult comedy shenanigans. There's a lot of sex jokes. I think that at least they'd say the word jizz at least once per episode. At least. Nick Kroll's in it. That kind of gives you a sense of what kind of show this is. Oh my god. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is random and you don't have to include this, but last night. Was um, Nick Kroll in your dreams? No, not in my dreams. At the concert, I was way too high. Way too high. So I went outside. I was just like in another dimension and i was like i need to go outside i went outside and ashley was already out there she had gone out um and it's like we were chatting and just like standing outside and it's like i could still kind of hear the music i could like kind of hear what's going on inside but not super well and also felt my head was underwater but at one point i swear to god i heard so loudly coming from there fucking nick kroll specifically probably lola the character from um yeah, uh-huh. The fucking show? Yeah, the show. And I was like, I hear Nick Kroll's voice, and I was like, are they, like, playing a clip from the show? And I still have no idea what happened, because there's no way that happened, right? So I think my brain just made that up. But, but- it was super confusing, because I was like, why are they... And, like, it's not uncommon for a band to do that, to, like, play a clip or whatever, especially if it somehow ties to, like, a song or mm-hmm. fucking whatever. 21 Pilots was playing Stranger Things clips on their last tour. What? Yeah, it was really fucking weird. Are you allowed to do that? Oh, Elton John's no. played, I think I've mentioned this, Elton John on his farewell tour played a bunch of Simpsons clips where they make jokes about Elton John. Yeah, I think that's cool. Incredible, incredible energy. Um, but yeah, I was just like standing outside kind of halfway paying attention. And then all of a sudden I was like, I hear Nick Kroll. What the fuck? Is this the kind of thing that you could like look on Twitter to see if someone else is being like, I could try, but I mean, and I could also just like ask Aaliyah, but I'm pretty sure my brain made it up. Oh, you should ask Aaliyah. Yeah. Because otherwise you're a crazy person. No, I mean, I definitely think I'm a crazy person. Having Nick Kroll as your sleep paralysis demon would be a shit 
a shit deal. That'd be real bad, yeah. No, for real. Anyway, Nick Kroll's in the show. Actually, generally, Nick Kroll's fine. He's... <laughs> Except his parents worked for the lawyers that at one point worked for Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. How could he? How could he have parents? I'm not saying Nick Kroll hasn't done anything else bad, but the fact that people were mad about that was wild. It once again ties into the thing that we said about Sydney Sweeney in that yeah. other episode where it's like, yeah, people are parents. related to people. Like they're not responsible for their every action. Yeah, I'm sorry for that interruption. Okay, what were you saying? I was talking about the league. It's a funny. It's a. It's a funny. Yeah. They do jokes. Yeah, they make um, they make a lot of. Um, they say a lot of stuff. They say a lot of stuff, and it's only really loosely about fantasy football. It's really about a bunch of guys who are jerks. Yeah, I freaking I was like I was kind of, I was like oh this is gonna be one of those things where like I end up learning you know I've watched some shows mm-hmm. w- watched a, a football a soccer show Ooh, Ted Lasso football. football and I watched a show about basketball where I ended up learning a bunch about basketball so which show like, about basketball did you watch um Big Shot I think it's called it's this Disney Plus show with um fucking guy from Full House. Hmm. I can't remember. My brain is so broken this morning. Guy from Full House. Uh, Uncle Jesse from Full House. Yeah. Fuck, oh. wait, what is his name? <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway. Um, you thought I, you were going to learn about fantasy football. Uh, yeah, I thought maybe I would learn some about fantasy football or football itself. Do not think I learned a single thing. No, I literally, like, again, having already seen maybe two and a half seasons of this show, I'd never learned a single thing. I was always so unclear on what the rules of fantasy football were, how you won, because it's a league. They have a, like, there's a winner mm-hmm. and also somehow a someone who loses worse than everyone else. Mm-hmm. So is it just like you pick people to be on your fake team? And then I think every time in real football that one of those people Scores does a, a positive thing, yeah. you get a little point. So it's like you're just trying to pick as many of the good players as you can. Okay. But there was also discussions about like whether or not they wanted because you got to have like some defense, some offense. Mm-hmm. So like clearly you still have to build out. You can't just have like a bunch of point scorers on your team. Like you still need to build it out somehow. I don't know. I don't think anyone who listens to this podcast plays fantasy football either. I got a feeling. I got a vibe <laughs> from the type of people we would attract and I don't get the sense that they would be into fantasy football. I could be wrong. Tweet at us. Brody Quest Pod. Tell us how to play too. Twitter.com. Anyway, so Adam Brody is in four episodes mm-hmm. of this show that claims to be about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two episodes, which are, uh, yeah, well, season five, episode one and two, are about one of the members of the league is getting married mm-hmm. to Emma from Glee. Yeah. <laughs> and a um, uh, coat check girl from I Met Your Mother. She got yeah, crazy bug eyes. Yeah. And so it's about like him getting married. So they're all at the wedding. and um, But she doesn't end. But it's like time for their draft for the new start of the league. Yeah. But she hates fantasy football and doesn't want him doing anything. Valid. Having to do with fantasy football during their wedding. <laughs> but they knew anyway. Ooh, what a guess. Can we put in that Bill Wirtz clip? Nick Kroll's character in these episodes was supposed to have some punishment because he lost. Yeah, the ultimate loser of the previous season has to do a bunch of 
get bullied the next season. Yeah, but like he refused to do it. So they were like, okay, you can't be in the league. It's like, okay, fine. But then he wants to be in the league so bad because they invite a new player to the league. It's unclear whether or not. No, he's not a new player. He has been in it. He's just from out of town. So you never see him. But like, okay, like I said, I've watched other episodes of the show. I've seen episodes that come before this. I do not remember a character named Ted ever being mentioned. I don't and think he was. According to like the wiki for the show, he never was. No, I think they, they just retconned it. They're like, oh, by the way, this other guy has been in the league. Wild. Anyway, he's played by Adam Brody. His name is Ted, and he has some character traits. Joe, what are those? Um, let's see if I remember. Um, what are... Does he have any character traits? He's character traits, other than just being Adam Brody. Okay. You want me to do it? Yeah. One, he's rich. Yeah. Two, he's Jewish. Yeah. Those two things are not related. The show might... <laughs> I think imply that they are. Yeah. Because that's the type of show it is. Yeah. Um, three, he has AIDS. Yeah. Four. I already said he's rich. Yeah. No, I think that I think you basically He's like a businessman. Yeah. He's like kind of a little bit of a businessman. And then was he um he was either really hot in high school or really unattractive. And I can't remember which one of those. It would, I remember when they first show up and meet him in, and see him in person, they go like, wow, you look either the same as you did in high school <laughs> or different than you did in high school. And they make some joke. I think he slept with one of their girlfriends in high school. Mm. Maybe. I could be making all that up. Again, yeah, it's, it's been a very long time since we watched it. It's been way too long for me to remember any sort of detail like that. Um. Yeah. Oh, also that one guy is in the show. What one guy? I'm going to remember it. Jason Mantazukas. Yes. There are quite a few like comedy actors that I was like, oh, I know you. Oh, a bunch of people. And like there's in the episodes we didn't watch, there's other famous people who do little cameos and bit parts and stuff who are very funny people. Um, yeah, but he plays one of their other dudes in the league's like cousin or something mm-hmm. or brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Brother-in-law. Um. And he's like crazy and quirky and really over the top and says a bunch of weird shit. Um, I mentioned him only because at one point it's revealed that he always carries around hot dogs in his pockets and he calls them pocket dogs. And like my one of two notes for the first episode Adam Brody was in is just, I don't have pocket dogs. Sounds like a good setup. Yeah, you give, give it a try. I'd love a pocket dog. Um, Basically, within his first couple of lines, mm-hmm. he reveals that he has AIDS. Yeah. Or like, you know, he kind of sets it up and one of them goes like, you don't have HIV. And he goes, no, I had HIV. Now I have AIDS. <laughs> I was already like, wow, this is a real fun and bold thing to <laughs> make jokes about. There's, and that's the thing. It's a, it's that fucking, it's that twisted South Park humor, man. And it sometimes the little like plays on the fact that he has AIDS are a little entertaining. Like when the guy said, at least you can ride in the carpool lane. He said, no, that's no, HOV. Yeah. Sometimes they do, like, that is harmless. That's not punching yeah. down. Yeah, that's it's just, just a little joke about it. And it's like, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. There's a lot of other ones where it's really not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because that's the kind of show this is. Yeah. Um, I sh- guess we should mention that the show's on Hulu. So if for some reason you want to go, because here's what I will say. Adam Brody's, Adam, they do give Adam a lot of room to play. He's not in it as much as I would have liked, mm-hmm. especially considering what happens in <laughs> the, the third end. episode yeah, yeah. that yeah. he's in. The yeah. way that starts. 
but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, yeah. So you know they're hanging out. They're on the beach. They like went. They're on a little destination wedding place. Uh, my only other note for the first episode that he's in is that I also would like to walk on the beach with Adam Brody because that's something that they get to do. I think they also play volleyball, beach volleyball. With they play Adam. beach volleyball, and this is another point where he pretends to bleed, so then they don't. None of them want to touch, touch the, the ball. ball. <laughs> Lord, um, I would love to play some some beach volleyball, some beach volleyball with volleyball. Adam Brody. If we ever get the chance, I think that that should try and make that happen. Mm-hmm. Do you think Are you good, good at, at? Are you good at volleyball? No idea. I've never played. You've never played volleyball? Not even once. I have played volleyball for quite a few years, so I'd say I'm de- certainly not great, I, um, but I'm okay. But beach volleyball is fucking harder. It's so hard to move saying. in sand. Yeah. I cornered for some of your volleyball games. Mm-hmm. I was a guy, I like lifted up the flag. It's fun. I went, Wah. That was fun. I like volleyball. In part because of Haikyuu, one of the greatest TV shows ever made. <laughs> High literature, that is. I'm going to talk about that in my Shakespeare class that yeah. I'm taking. Yeah, in my Shakespeare class, I'm going to be like, Shakespeare's fine, but um, <laughs> you ever... I've never heard of... I you heard of a bunch of gay boys jumping around and smacking balls? That's I'm going to say it. Anyway, they play beach volleyball, uh, they do a draft, and the wedding gets called off. There's another part where one of the guests, like, takes his AIDS medication. Oh, yeah. Cause just for shits and giggles. <laughs> literally. Literally. Because he made some shit himself. Yeah. Um, and that's over the course of the first two episodes of season five, is that the whole wedding thing happens, and eventually the wedding gets called off. I made a note in the second episode, and this would have been helpful if we recorded it right after I watched it. It made me laugh one time so far, so that's nice. No memory of what that was. Yeah. But in two episodes, I genuinely laughed out loud once. Yeah. I think I did a nose snort a few other times. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Adam, during the... Like, they're at the reception, and they're all doing speeches, and Adam is the first one to, like, just start causing chaos during the wedding. And all the other guys, because they're kind of jerks, get on board with it and think it's very funny. But, like, Adam gets up to give a speech at the reception, like, after I think the bride's father does or something. And he, like, starts giving a speech, but is also covertly, not so covertly, talking about the fantasy football league. They're, like, trying to make trades and stuff. Within the speech. But while just talking about the wedding and, like, yeah. And then, it's, yeah, it's very, that part was very entertaining. I love Adam being a little unhinged. Mm-hmm. I don't think we get that very often. Yeah. We kind of got it in um, Smiley Face, mm-hmm. which that's another thing I actually want to talk about on this episode. Smiley Face is having a resurgence. Really? It's weird. In the recent, in like the last month or so, I've seen a lot of stuff online of people talking about how much they enjoy the movie Smiley Face, which I don't recall us being particularly kind to when we watched it. It's fine. It kind of makes me want to go back and like see if maybe I missed because it is a director I like. I remember Mm -hmm. that. Um, I I just remember being stressed during that movie. Yeah. I just remember, I also remember it being like a fake, like it's a stoner comedy, but it's not particularly funny. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like it's trying to be like a comedy comedy. Mm -hmm. It was a weird one. But anyway, as I was saying, I love an unhinged Adam. I love Adam showing up to a place and causing problems on purpose. We need more of that. Yeah. Um, anything else to say about this wedding? Or football? Or any of these people? There, once again, there are like, there are real football players in this. There, yeah. are, there are jokes where it's like, when 
they needed someone new to join the team, they recu- recruited like an actual football player to like be on their fantasy football team. And it was one of those things where I was like, I kind of squinted and I was like, okay, wait, that's okay, that's real. Like it had no impact on me because yeah. I know so little about football. Do you think the people who like football or like fantasy football really like this? Probably, probably. Like it's the one thing you have. It's the one thing about the thing you like. You probably have to enjoy it. Or is it the kind of thing where they like they hate it because they're like this totally misrepresents what we do. It just depends if it was really badly done. What'd you say? It just depends if it was like if it was really badly done. Like how people in the actual BBSM community hate Shades of Grey. Well, yeah, and also regular people. (laughs) Yeah, and also like the actors who were in it. Oh my god, I didn't fucking realize when I watched Belfast. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. I was like like three quarters of the way through watching when I realized who I was looking at. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? Damn, Belfast is a great movie though. Belfast is so good, dude. I want to rewatch that. I want to go back to Belfast. It's, um, it just came on something. I, I don't remember what, but I was looking through streaming sites recently and it was like recently. Probably HBO. Added something, yeah. Or Prime, maybe. We should make our room. That's a good one. Anyway, uh, so then he's in those first two episodes of season five, setting him up as though like he's going to be part of the league. He's going to be here. He has a stake in it. He's gone for a season. Doesn't show up for any of the other episodes. He's probably mentioned, but I didn't bother watching the rest of the season. I skipped ahead. Well, like I even read through like his, you know, fandom wiki page and it doesn't even say like, oh, and then they talk about him here and they talk about like there's so little. The wiki for this show is so underpopulated, which makes me wonder like who's watching this show? Because like clearly it's not like fandom people. Mm -hmm. Like I doubt there's any like slowed down gift sets of this show on Tumblr. But it ran for fucking eight seasons or something like. Someone was watching it or was fucking Mark Duplass, who I should say plays like the main character was he just bankrolling it because he's a little freak passion project weird thing to be passionate about homie i bet it was fun i bet all those actors all those dudes were having fun making it seems like they're probably just goofing yeah um, i mean that's something we should have said in the beginning that like this it's advertised as like a semi improvisational improvisational nailed it not there um but yeah it's like advertised as being like Yes, there's these are a lot of funny comedians, and so a lot of it is just some kind of kind of riffing. Yeah, which again, I love getting to see Adam do that. We, I think we said in a different episode, it's fun when Adam gets the chance to flex his comedic muscles. Um, so should we talk about the characters who are in the show consistently at all? If you want to, I actually wrote a little bit about them. Yeah, okay, let's go for it. So we have Pete, who I wrote very bad notes on these people because like reading these notes doesn't help me remember who these people are. Mm-hmm. As he's recently separated from his wife. He doesn't like doing work. And he likes tricking his friends into making bad trades. Yes. Pete That's is the Mark Duplass. He's like the main character. Mm-hmm. In quotes. Then we have Ruxin, who is Nicole. Mm-hmm. He's an attorney. He's like real cutthroat, ruthless, and super fucking annoying. Kind of a douche. Yeah, just like totally a, totally a defect. Um, we have Jenny. Ruxin is a fun name. That's his last name. I don't remember what his first name is. Teddy. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, we have Jenny, who is Kevin's wife, mm-hmm. and she like is actually very knowledgeable about football and like helps organize and run the team. We have... Uh, and they didn't let her join the league until a later season. Yes. We have Kevin, um, who is Jenny's husband. Yes. And he's actually very bad at football. He mostly relies on like Jenny to know stuff. 
Um, and he's he's best friends with Pete. Yes, he's Pete's best friend. Um, and I just wrote AD. Fuck is year of our Lord. I don't know what that's supposed to stand for. Is that that's okay, whatever? Is that a is that a fucking? I don't know. Um, <laughs> assistant director <laughs> no that's literally i'm like trying to think of any other job um we have taco taco is great taco is the only good one because kevin's younger brother and he's like this unemployed musician stoner wait guy. kevin's younger brother i thought he was jenny's brother oh maybe he is yeah he's jenny's brother he's somehow related to him um and then we have andre who is a plastic surgeon and, and also kind of a douche, but in a weird he's way. He's also a douchebag, and he's also, like, very, like, nobody likes him. He's very much the butt of all of the jokes. Because he's, like, a nerd. Like, he's into, like, weird. And it's, like, a, this trait that he has, like, terrible fashion. He's always yeah. trying to, like, try. He wears the worst hats. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that dude, too. That dude's in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's all the characters. Taco is consistently my favorite because he is too stupid to be as malicious as the other ones Mm because the other ones will say shit where i'm like damn you're annoying and kind of the worst but taco is just so stoned all the time that he doesn't really he can't participate like Mm -hmm. physically cannot um so he gets all the he was he's the one who says well at least you can drive in the carpool lane Mm -hmm. and then they have to be like no that's hov just good um yeah so that's the characters moving on um so skipping ahead to season season six six of the show yeah um, there's, oh, I did write down something that I did think was funny is mm-hmm. that they were like, they had some, and there, there was a bunch of opening stuff I didn't care about. But then they had some joke where they were like, oh, we're going to go golfing. And then it was just them like golfing in the streets of the city. Yeah. And it, it was, um, I feel like it still, it still could have been done better, but it was just a very funny concept. And I did think it was, it was pretty funny. Cause it's, and again. Some, it's a taco joke where it's like he likes to go golfing, mm-hmm. but he just does it. He what he, he calls it street golfing. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. And then, so they're going to go, it's new season, so they have to do a new league where it's a new season. It's a new season of both the show and also their football league. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have to do drafts again. So Adam, Ted is his character name, has to be there to pick his drafts. And they're doing a little like Skype call with him while they're talking about stuff. Do you want to say it? He shows up in a tux. Oh, yeah. He's dressed very nicely. Yeah. And he, he's very pretty. Yeah. He looks amazing. And then. And then he's just like, are they FaceTiming or something? They're like they're FaceTiming. Skype. He's on yeah. like a little laptop. Yeah. And so he's just like talking as he's walking and he's in a tux and it's great. And then he just walks across the street and gets hit by a car. Gets like on video as they're Skyping fully him. Fully hit by a fucking car. Yeah. They just kill him off. Whack. And then the rest of that scene and the fall, it's so fucking weird. Like, I know this is supposed to be a very lighthearted comedy, whatever, but like, Mm -hmm. and I also know they're all supposed to be terrible people, but the complete disregard for like how little they are upset over what just happened is, it made me like feel so fucking just weird. Like, it was such (laughs) just a strange vibe because like, I've watched things that talk about super intense, super dark stuff and make fucking jokes about it constantly. And like, I think you can totally do that. But what's weird 
wasn't that it's like, oh, this sad thing happened and now you're making jokes. It was the fact that it seemed like literally no one gave a shit. They literally did, did not. Well, I think that they also, because the obviously his phone goes flying, so I think they didn't quite know, like, is he dead? Yeah. Yeah, but it was still weird. super weird vibe. But now he's dead. Time for funeral, obviously. Yeah, so it's time for a funeral. So they go to his funeral, but they also still want to be able to pick graph. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There's a Jewish tradition. Yeah, there's a Jewish tradition where the body isn't supposed to be alone until the, until the like, burial and stuff. So, like, usually family and stuff sit with it throughout the whole time. And so they offer, like, oh, we'll sit with it for a few hours so you guys, can, you know, the family can break, whatever. Um, and they use it as an opportunity to hold their draft. Yes. In front of his corpse. Yes, literally in front of his corpse. Um, Which also is great. Because for that entire sequence, while they're doing the draft, Adam is just lying, lying in there. a corpse. And you can see several moments wherein his corpse twitches as he tries not to laugh to himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was pretty great. That would, I do think that'd be very fun. I love, I love like when it cuts and you can see him in the background, you can see him struggling not to smile as he's lying there. Very good. Um, then they're like interrupted. The family comes back, like take over. They have to like try to hide all their stuff and whatever. So, um, and well, yeah, don't they hide something? The draft board. Yeah, they the hide the draft board in the coffin, and so then they're just like trying to get out of there. But this is when one of his parents reveals, right? Is this when they find out about his will, or is that later? I think that's. I want to say that's like not until the other episode. Maybe no, not. it's definitely revealed in this episode. So maybe that's when they reveal. Yeah. Um, but anyways, they find out that that Ted put it in his will that the winner of this year gets his beach house. Very nice beach house. Um and then for basically the rest of the episode, my only note was they all continue to be terrible people and embarrass themselves and everyone around them. Which is basically it. It's basically it. There's some funny moments. Uh, Taco continues to play street golf during the, um, the the funeral, and he hits someone in the head with a golf ball. Funny. Uh, Pete, because there's a whole other arc where I guess Andre, um, won last season of the league. No, maybe he didn't even win. Jenny won. Jenny won. Jenny won. So Andre, I guess, is just having a good year or something, and none of their jokes about him, like none of their little ribs are hitting, mm-hmm. and he's like, what do they call him? They call him something. I don't remember. There's something There's something near the beginning where like someone even made a comment of like, oh, maybe he's coming cool now, and they're like, no way. But then like as it goes on, he keeps doing cool stuff and like their jokes aren't quite hitting in the same way. Yeah, he's like not- they can't make fun of him because he's actually like coming off as kind of cool. So and they're all upset about that. So Pete tells him that Ted loved flash mobs and really wanted there to be a flash mob at his funeral. So there's a scene where Andre starts playing music off a of boombox and dancing in the middle of the funeral while everyone else is really like really mad at him yeah and i liked that but then he ends up in all the chaos of this he ends up saving the rabbi because he gets hit in the head with the golf ball yeah or no he, he swallows it i don't 
the golf ball enters into play yeah. because of Taco. And so he saves the minister's I life. Think it, I think it just hit. I don't actually think he saves life. his life. He doesn't save his life, but like it hits him and then he's a plastic surgeon. So he was like, you know, helping or whatever. Well, no, as he's, he's dancing, the dude gets hit in the head and then the mom like rushes over and is like, oh no, is anyone here a doctor? And he stops dancing and goes, I'm a doctor. Yeah. Um, so then the, the rabbi and the whole family really like him after that because he saved the rabbi. Yeah. Anything else happened in that episode? Okay. Fast forward to the end of the season. Yeah. So then once again, no idea if in the next 11 episodes, if there's any mention of Ted at all. Um, well, I thought it was funny because he died and then I was like, we still have one more episode that he's supposed to be in. So it's like, they're going to be a flashback. How is he coming back for this fourth episode that he was allegedly in? Where are they bring him back? Pretty great. Pretty choice. Wish that they did it more. This is not enough. Do you want to say, talk about the fourth and final episode? Yeah. So the last episode is they all go to the beach so they can like read the will and, and find out what's going up. Um, pretty early on, there's a moment where Kevin is like, goes into the bathroom or something he's alone for a second and then just like in the mirror behind him ted adam brody is there but um, he's like, once again in a suit he mm-hmm. looks great in the suit that he's buried in yeah and the suit he's buried in looks great um and just his ghost is there and like fully once again i don't think we ever get any hint that this was just kevin being unwell i think we are just fully led to believe that his ghost was there which leads me to a few questions and most of my notes are about these questions ghost question ghost question ghost related questions for the lore of the tv show the league are ghosts real Mm -hmm. because there's things about that adam brody's ghost does so that's the thing is that like you're at first you're like okay kevin is mentally unwell (laughs) he's seeing things this is like some sort of weird hallucination but then Adam's Bro- Adam Brody's ghost is proven and shown to be able to affect things in the real mm-hmm, world yeah. and to know things about what's happening outside of things that Kevin himself would be able to know. Mm. So that means that ghosts are real. It implies that he is not a hallucination. He's a physical yeah. manifestation. So is ghosts real? Is ghosts, if ghosts are real, what else real? You know, vampires? Are there vampires in the universe? Is magic real in the universe of the League? Why so? And also, okay, if go if just ghosts are real, why is Adam Brody's ghost sticking around? Does he have unfinished business? What are the rules in this universe for what makes a ghost and what makes just a dead person? I guess maybe he wanted to hang out and make sure that the house went like to the the rightful person. So that was his like unfinished mm-hmm. business. Well, that's the other thing is that he doesn't come back after this. Yeah, Kevin doesn't have a ghost buddy for the rest yeah. of the show. So he must have, you know, had. Felt whatever he. Well, I mean, the way this episode ends, maybe not. <laughs> maybe it destroyed him. The way the episode ends, it dissolved his manifest. But there's no other ghosts in the show. I don't think there's when he like appears. There's like something where Kevin is like apprehensive, seeing a fucking ghost. Like mm-hmm. doesn't want to go near him. And Ted is like, "Don't worry, I'm not going to give you ghost aids." And Kevin goes, "Ghost aids? You guys can't get a break." <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I also would like a, I want an Adam Brody ghost to take care of me. Because that's the take thing. Take care is, of you. Because Adam is kind of like take, there to take care of Kevin. He only appears to Kevin because he wants to help him. Well, to help him, he wants, he wants Kevin to play a prank. Oh, yeah. That's like his goal. He's like, I want you guys to prank, I want you to prank these guys. Yeah. That's his agenda for some reason. Is that his unfinished business? 
He just need, needed a prank. He needed a good prank. I guess they're all pretty shitty at his funeral, so maybe he just wants to get back at them. Yeah. Um, he does go on like a little a little monologue about just like how great heaven is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty cute. Pretty I funny. like that. I like that he just made it to heaven. As he would. Um, yeah, and then they're at the beach house and they get up to a bunch of shenanigans there. I don't really remember much about what they do at the beach house. No. The final game is happening. I remember like at the the middle chaos, the like the trophy goes out to sea and then But then it doesn't actually. Yeah, it doesn't actually, but we think it goes out to sea for a second and then Andre ends up winning the house. But in winning he has to like share with people. Mm-hmm. Because they help him. Yeah, they help him so they like get to have a month out of the year or something. Um and then Jason Montezuka's character shows up. Yes. And he wants to help with the prank. Yeah. But he lights the house on fire, right? He lights the house on fire. His original plan was that he was going to light everyone, the people on fire. Yeah. He was going to douse them in uh, gasoline. In lighter fluid, sorry, not gasoline. Are his characters ever not unhinged? Uh, no, I think it he specializes in It makes me so intrigued characters. for how he's going to play Mr. D. He's playing Mr. D. Oh my God, right, yeah. yes. Which, like, it's great because, like, I was totally just thinking on the side of, like, Mr. D being, like, grumpy and mean and whatever. But, like, occasionally you do see these things of, like, Mr. D just being unhinged and insane because that's part of it. Dionysus is, yeah, like, like party crazy. And, like, and not just crazy, but, like, madness. He's, like, the god of losing your mind. I'm going to play so much Hades after this episode's over. <laughs> oh, my God. It's something just – I felt something switch in my brain where it stopped being, like, a thought of, like, damn, that game is really good to a physical need. <laughs> Um, like, that's exciting maybe I've, that's interesting well that's the thing is that and I know you have your own thoughts about this but in my head even as a child I pictured Mr. D as basically Danny DeVito because he's described as looking as like an overgrown cherub which is how I feel Danny DeVito looks like he looks like a baby man Um, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before about how I think Mr. D should be Danny DeVito or someone similarly uh, inclined, but I'm I'm curious about a new angle for Mr. D. I think it'll be exciting. I don't because well, to your point, I've never seen Jason Montezuka's do like angry or like mean. You know, like I don't know how he does grumpy. Yeah, he's always like unhinged, but it's like very fun unhinged and very overstated. Yeah, yeah. he has a great line because again, he's like his prank is that he's going to set everyone on fire with gasoline and lighter fluid, and he has like barrels of it that he brings to the house and kevin is like what is this like how is this a prank and he goes what what are you talking about just smell this it's hilarious <laughs> which that line i wrote it down and made me laugh something about just smell this it's hilarious that's basically his entire character in parks and rec yeah <laughs> with his perfume <laughs> company <laughs> just smell this it's hilarious um Uh-oh. oh throughout throughout this whole season because because uh, last season, Jenny won and mm-hmm. Kevin lost. Kevin is like super insecure. Yep. And so at the end, um, like Kevin is going to lose again. But then Ghost Ted changes Taco's lineup so that oh, yeah. Kevin won't lose. So he does help Kevin. Yeah, he does help bit. Kevin. Get the help him get his confidence back. Confident back. Love Ghost Ted. Um, I like that they give him like dead person makeup too. I thought that was cool. Little eye bags. 
Uh, anyway, the beach house burns down to the ground because Andre sets off fireworks to celebrate his victory, and then one kind of flies into where all the lighter fluid and gasoline was being stored. Sets the whole house on fire, burns beach house to the ground. No one gets a beach house. OC reference? Maybe. Always could be. Um, no, this is the other thing I forgot. So they call, right? They call when you win, right? That when you win, they call that Shiva. Yeah. So then they're confused at the wedding because they talk about no wedding, the funeral. At the funeral, because they talk about um, sitting Shiva is like the tr- Jewish tradition. Yeah. But I still never understood why them in the league call it that. Oh, okay. So the they explain this in the first season. Uh, the trophy is called Shiva mm-hmm. because it was a girl that they knew in high school. Oh. And if you look on the trophy, there's a her yearbook photo oh. is on it. Um, I don't remember what the joke is of why she is the one on the trophy because I rem- I don't think she was any uh, one that any of them liked. Mm-hmm. I think it's somehow also a joke at her expense that she's mm-hmm. the trophy. But that is stupid yeah. <laughs> and doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of, yeah, they like go back and forth because they pronounce it one way and then the Jewish thing is pronounced a different way. Yeah. And so they, yeah, something. Yep. So that's the league. I don't know. You have anything else to say about it? We did get a sweater Brody. When did we get a sweater Brody? In one of the scenes, he was wearing a sweater. You wrote down sweater Brody? I wrote down sweater Brody and I wouldn't have lied. Fuck, when was he wearing a sweater? I think I would remember that. Maybe in one of his ghost visions? He, I feel like he wears a suit for most of I think it was in scene. the first episode. Huh. Sweater Brody. Good. So I, I'm, that's, uh, that's it. What would you rate the league as no, a whole? Let me say more. I'm not done. Okay, 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 okay. My main problem with the show was, once again, that I was like, I don't, besides Ted, because I did like Ted, and Ted was great, yeah. but he was barely in, and then he died. <laughs> and from all the main characters, there was not anyone I really wanted to root for or cared about, like, because they were all bad. And I've said this before, you can make shows, like It's Always Sunny, Sunny, where, like, the point is that the characters are all terrible people, mm-hmm. and yet, like, you still kind of root for them or you still kind of are like, invested in what's happening to them. Or like Barney and How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And like, so, but even Barney, Barney is like complex and part of like, part of why he's a bad person is because like he has, you know, trauma and didn't have the rates growing up and all this. We're like, and it's always sunny. There's very little justification of like, oh, they've had these hard lives, so they're not very good people. It's like, no, the funny thing is just that they're all bad people. Mm-hmm. But like, you're still invested in them. At least, well, Actually, Charlie ha- has had the worst life out of anyone, and he's the nicest. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but, I love always. <laughs> but yeah, my problem here was just, I was just like, I don't feel like. None of the characters had quite the same charm no. where it was like, oh, you're a bad person, but you're like just really entertaining or something. So it just made me feel like, I don't know, I don't, I don't care much what happens. Eight seasons. Yeah. Of these characters. I like wow. Jenny. But like even Jenny, Kevin, and Taco, who are not the worst of the group, are kind of just bland mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of that. Yeah, it's a weird show. What would you rate these four episodes? These four episodes. In terms of Adam Brodiness. In terms of Adam Brodiness, because that's very different. Isn't that how we usually rate them? No, we usually No, we normally just do like overall vibe. Okay. Because if we're rating it in terms of Adam Brodiness, almost oh, everyone ten, would ten. be like a nine. <laughs> because there's, it's very rare where the actual Brody content is bad. 
that one city girls what was city girls it's the one where he's he orders a glass of water and that's oh yeah but the way he did it dude (laughs) that's a 10 out of 10 right there um yeah no like for content i'd maybe give it give it a six a six that is so much higher than what i thought really well i i don't know i feel like because i like that and brody content so much and because i respect a lot of the actors Mm -hmm. i'm like and it wasn't the type of thing, like it didn't it didn't make me laugh out loud that much, but it also wasn't it didn't make you irrationally angry. Like, yeah, <laughs> where I was like, Oh, this is bad. It was just I was like, I oh, know, it's not super my brand of humor. I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. Maybe a five point five or something. Oh, we didn't do anything funny. I'll give it a five out of ten ghosts. Uh I don't know, it's on Hulu. If you want if you're like us and you crave Adam Brody content and you're hard pressed to find something new. And he has only a, four episodes. It's four episodes, and he has a juicy-ish role as a supporting character in th- those episodes. Like he's not a a non-presence. He's there. He does a great job. Yeah, that feels right. Okay, what else do we have to talk about? Well, what are we looking forward? Do you want to say what we should be doing next? Do you know? I think sleeping with other people. That sounds right. I think it's sleeping with other people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'll check. I'll double check. Um, is there anything non Adam Brody related that you've been watching recently that you've been enjoying? You can just do a little like check in, like media recommendation little section. I watched the like reboot of Quantum Leap. Oh shit! That came out. <laughs> yeah, and I was like real surprised. I super enjoyed it. Have you seen original Quantum Leap? So. I grew up, my mom fucking loved that show, so I grew up watching that show. That's the show I always remember of, like, my mom used to be super strict on me watching, like, appropriate things. Like, she'd get, if I was under 13 and I watched PG-13, she'd get really mad at me and stuff. When I was literally probably seven or eight, we were watching Quantum Leap, and one of the characters said something about a whorehouse, and I went, Mom, what's a whorehouse? And she went, I think oh. you've told this episode yeah. on the podcast. The, yeah, the she went, oh, it's podcast. where the prostitutes live. And yeah. I go, what's a prostitute? And she goes, oh, it's something you pay for sex. So I do know Quantum Leap because I have that strong core memory. Um, hmm. But I watched the the little reboot because I was just like, oh, I well, actually I watched it because I'm like, this will probably be terrible and be really funny. But then I actually quite enjoyed it. And then it made me want to go back and re-watch the actual show. So I've also been watching a couple episodes of the original. Hell yeah. Um, good. Yeah. But I'm- it's like, I think they did a really good job of like, tweaking it enough to be a new story but keeping kind of like the same concept and the same heart of it there's a new the dynamic between um between the guy who's jumping and mm. the person who's you know like the a the hologram like supporting is really interesting because they're engaged in real life but he doesn't remember that oh shit. so there's this like extra layer dynamic of her being like super stressed because she is engaged to this person, but can't like let him know that <laughs> it, it was super interesting. And I'm like excited to see more. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be good. Yeah. I definitely thought it was going to be like a joke thing of like, Oh, they tried to bring this back. No, like it's, Why? you know, it definitely still like, it's definitely flawed. It has, you know, very, it has a lot of the feelings of like today's network TV shows where you're like, Oh, this is a little corny or whatever. But like 
the heart of it still feels very much the same. That was true for the original. Was like it's cheesy, but there's a core to it. Where you're like, this is very enjoyable. In fact, I would actually say, in going back and rewatching some of it, the 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 reboot is like is taking itself a little more seriously. Not too much to the point where it's like. But rewatch going back and watching, I was like, holy shit, this was like this was cheesy as fuck. And yeah. it was like it had a little narrate like little narration voiceover and little like literally the the intro, because you know how old shows that like had three minutes at the beginning where they A just explain the whole show and then do a previously on? Yeah. And in the intro he goes like, It all started because my time traveling project <laughs> went a little caca. <laughs> he literally says that at the beginning of every episode. So I'm like this was never a serious show. No. I love it also is the horniest show in the world. <laughs> Holy shit. Every episode, there's jokes where he's like transported into someone's body and then immediately like making out with some like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the one where he goes in the pregnant woman. It's a classic. Quantum Leap. Cool. That's a good. That's a good one. I've pretty much solely been watching the new Dimension 20 mm. season. Um, I got my, I'm not stealing your dropout account anymore. I, I get, wouldn't care if you were. Yeah, but I, it got to the point where I'm like, I'm watching so much of this. I should just, I should pay for it. I and also, it wasn't like five bucks or something. Yeah, it's really cheap. So anyway, everyone go get a dropout subscription. Everyone it's really great. Out. Original programming, fun shows. Some um, of the most creative shit I've ever seen. It's fucking awesome. If you liked college humor back in the day, as I did, check out dropout because it's cool shit. Dimension 20 fucking whips if you like. D&D, I think it even whips if you don't particularly care about D&D. It's just a really enjoyable show to watch. Um, and the new season is called Court of Fane Flowers. It's not so much slashing your way through like goblins and shit. It's more like, it's very like Jane Austen. It's just a lot of people just talking and like telling a cool story to- together. And I'm in love with all the characters. So it's great. Um, I mean, I guess that pretty much about wraps it up. Are we going to go see Don't Worry, Darling? Where'd we land on that? I do think I need to. I'm scared. I've read so much stuff about it, whereas like some people being like, it's great, it's good, it's so bad. I've read such an array of things. The like two people I know personally that have already seen it were like, oh yeah, I really enjoyed it. And didn't say like... Do you know how it ends? Because I already know all the details about I it. Don't, I don't know. And I'm, I, I don't know and I don't really have any guesses. So I'm excited to go see. Oh, okay. I think I am a good test on whether or not it's actually a good movie because I can be like, oh, that twist was actually good or I can be like, no, that was really yeah. bad because I don't know. Um, and don't particularly have any loyalty in either direction of whether or not it's going to be good. I think I am being biased. Yeah, I already know how it ends. I know all this, the secrets. Um, well, that's the other thing I've been watching. I, wa- I got to watch some more X-Files recently because I have to wait for my sister and we have to meet up. You don't always watch time. X-Files. Yeah. Well, because I, I can't, I got to make sure I'm watching episodes that we haven't seen because we're watching it all in order. Well, haven't you seen it before? No, I've never seen I we're pat. I had seen the beginning of it before, but we're well past what I had ever seen. Bro, I thought you had already seen it. Where are you now? We're on season four because it slowed down when I left. It's like almost exactly where I am. I'm at, I think I'm at the end of Okay, we're like more towards the beginning. Like maybe a... Uh... Under a quarter way in, something like that. I love them. I love them so much. I love. Oh my god, the reveal. Because for those who don't watch X Files, um, Mulder is a big dumb dumb, a big dumb dumb, just a big dumb boy. 
and he wears the worst fucking ties I've ever seen in my life. And since we, ever since watching the, the watching the entire show with Louise, we will always comment on whenever he has a wild tie on. Where that's a wild tie. Why would anyone wear that? Like he's such a weird. He's such a weird. He's a little creature of a man. What a weird guy. And then we got to an episode where it is revealed, not in relation to his ties, completely offhandedly, he reveals that he is red green colorblind. Mm-hmm. And we went back and we looked at all the it's ties. It's like a plot point. It's a plot. It's like a thing where it's like he's immune to a thing that is happening because he's red green colorblind. And we went back and we looked at all his horrible ties, and they're all red green. That's like incredible. it's like weird pattern combinations of red and green where we're like, oh my god, like I like I don't know if it's a thing where. For the first several seasons, he they gave him these horrible ties because they thought it was funny, and then people were making comments on how bad the ties were, and they were like, "Wait, we can have a character reason for this." Or He's if they had it planned, or if it was crazy. like they always knew and it just never came up until then. But like I, that was. But a- some some shows like that, especially, I feel like back in the day, people used to put so much thought and work into shows, and they'd have show bibles that would oh, yeah. have mm-hmm. like information and details. That was would never be important to plot, but if you ever look back through it all, you'd be like, "Wait, this one thing is consistent throughout the entire show." Awesome! I love when things like that happen. With like that, and so like, X Files is also another one of those shows like Quantum Leap, where sometimes it's like really cheesy. Mm-hmm. But that moment was like, a so fucking funny. What a great character moment for Mulder! Like it just made me lose my entire mind. But also like really, like it exponentially increased my endearment to the show because mm-hmm. of that little detail being in there. I love that show. So good. And Dana Scully is just a queen forever. We could keep on just talking about great 90s television shows for another hour, but we're, we are well we past are time. We are done talking about Adam Brody. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Thanks for This probably a very, very chill episode. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was fun times. I'm very, yeah, very excited for next episode, Sleeping with Other People. Yes, it be really good. Watch, is it on like- something? Can we tell Last people? I checked, it was on something. Go look on the dock. I might have quit. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it was on like Tubi or something weird. Because we can say, hello, shout out Tubi. Shout out Tubi. Tubi um, or not Tubi. <laughs> um, there is, I will warn you because I've seen it before, very little Adam Brody content. But it's so, there's so many other actors that we I We could just talk about it. We just talk about it. Okay, it's 2015, Sleeping with Other People. It is on Tubi according to the document. Last, that when I made that document, which was like a month ago. So I'm sure it's still, it's still there. Tubi doesn't really rotate their shit out that often, gotta be honest. Um, yeah, so you can go watch that in advance before the uh, next episode comes out. And we'll see you then. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at BrodyQuestPod or email us BrodyQuestPod at gmail.com. Got other Adam Brody stuff for us to check out. Um... Dracy sent us like a two, it was Dracy, right? You mm-hmm. sent us the two hour long interview. Yeah, we still got to get to that. We'll get to that eventually. We might have to just do an entire episode on that because that sounds like, I feel like there's going to be a lot there. But yeah. So see you next time. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for joining us. See you next time. I'm Josette. And I'm Shane. And Anne, remember Adam Brody says your future is bright. Bye.